welcome to Lexeris Monthly Software Vulnerability Insights, a monthly report that can be downloaded from our website. I'm your host, Jeroen Braak, and today we have a record-breaking monthly report to discuss. It's essential for any IT security or operations professional, so stay tuned. This comprehensive monthly review is based upon the data of awesome Sukunia research team at Flexera, who produces valuable uh, advisories leveraged by enterprise security and operations teams around the world. The Sukunia research team is comprised of several security specialists who methodically test, verify, and validate disclosed vulnerabilities from hundreds of sources. Since the founding of Sukunia Research Team in 2002, it has been their goal to provide the most accurate and reliable source of vulnerability intelligence. So let's dive right in at what they have worked on. So once again, October is smashing records. We reported like a whopping 1,055 advisories this month. Compare that with last month where we only did 864, and that was even a, a record-breaking month. So 2022 is set up. Um, was 2022 was set up as the record year. However, currently, you know, guess what? 2023 has already surpassed 2022 in October. So by more than 10%. And we are projecting to have an increase of about 25 to 35% in total. If you look at November 1st, you know, the year to day total was 7,769 advisories, which is much higher than 2022 with only 5,896 year-to-date advisories. So we are really, really getting stronger in the reporting. So let's talk about some crucial takeaways from this report. So if you look at the report and, you know, again, you can download it and I will show the, the link later. Uh, this month, we have seen an increase on every level, right? The number of vendors disclosing vulnerabilities, the number of unique products, unique versions, is increasing rapidly. An interesting finding, though, is that there are less CVEs reported. That mean, this could mean you know, that more products are affected by the same CVEs. And this is mostly related, probably, uh, actually, I've checked it, and to mostly the Linux and Unix variants and the Oracle products that share the same source. If we look at the attack factor, nearly 57% of all vulnerabilities reported this month to have a remote attack factor. That is a significant increase from the previous month, which was 52%, you know, and remote describes vulnerabilities where the attack factor does not require access to the system nor to a local network. This category covers services which are acceptable or acceptable to expose to the internet, for example, like HTTPS, HTTP, SMP, or sorry, SMTP, as well as client applications used on the internet. So. Everything what is what is outside facing, internet facing, and certain vulnerabilities where it is reasonable to assume that the security conscious user can be tricked into performing certain actions. So better watch out. On the critical side, at the criticality side, the Secunia research team reported only six extreme critical advisories this month. Uh, that's down from eleven last month. Well, maybe it seems like it's good news. It's essential to stay vigilant as other forms of cyber threats continue to evolve. Those are, for example, the zero days. We had 18 zero days reported this month for various major vendors like Cisco, Citrix, Apple, Microsoft, Atlassian, on the news all the week, and Android. Zero days are the holy grail for hackers, right? They, 
their in their presence in the report that emphasizes the constant cat and mouse game in the cybersecurity world. So these are very important to take care of. I would say the highest priority for you. Uh, from a criticality standpoint as well, you know, if we look at the you know criticality versus threat score, which is very interesting, we see that moderately critical uh, vulnerabilities are the highest having the highest threat score on average. What does that say? That means that you know if we focus only on the high critical or extreme critical vulnerabilities only as a high priority, we will probably miss out on a lot of the moderately critical vulnerabilities that have a threat associated with it. Let's look at some uh, some other information. Like it's interesting to note that some of you know that more than sixty five percent of all advisories come just from five vendors. Uh, we're talking about SUSE, uh, Oracle, Amazon, Red Hat, Ubuntu. However, these vendors also have the most rejected advisories, <laughs> showing the importance of rigorous scrutiny and discernment. If we look at the uh, rejected uh, advisories, Amazon leads the pack with about 24 out of 152 advisories being rejected, followed by SUSE with 22, Ubuntu 17, and Red Hat with four. And it's a reminder that not all advisories are created equal. So let's talk a bit about these rejected advisories. There are many vulnerabilities posted on the NVD, the National Vulnerability Database, by lots of peoples and companies. And they're not always valid, right? They're maybe not assigned a proper criticality score. And in some cases, a vulnerability may be even legitimate, but not the effort for the attacker to take any benefit from it. The Secunia research team at Flexera evaluates these vulnerabilities from hundreds of sources and rescores them when necessary, even rejects vulnerabilities not worth your attention. Rejection advisories helps you to reduce the volume of vulnerabilities by mitigation and by helping you to focus only on those that are present and reasonable risk on your environment. An advisory may be rejected for many reasons. You know, some of the common ones are non-reachable or no gain. Like, you know, there is no game for the attacker or there's no exploitability. There's no exploitability because, for example, policy forbids installation of affected software or maybe it's dependent on others. So there's a lot of information that we provide in this report about rejected advisories and advisories themselves. So it's very important to... Uh, to see that kind of information. Another common misconception is maybe that every vulnerability in your organization should be addressed immediately. But keeping up vulnerability disclosures that affect your environment is a constant ongoing challenge. It can take days, hours at least, to manually package, test, release any given update. But with the right vulnerability prioritization in place, you could work much faster, much smarter, with greater impact and focusing on patching just the right 10% of those vulnerabilities affecting your environment. Because what we say, you know, that 10% of them uh, makes, makes the, the, the biggest threat for your organization. But to do that, we need data like criticality score. We need threat intelligence. We need CVSS score impact attack factor, prevalence, and much, much more. So how do we do that? And how do we get those insights? So if you look at the, you know, focus on vulnerabilities with a criticality or a CVSS score of seven and higher, that would probably only address about 50% of all the exploits that are out there. Most exploits are CVSS score between four to seven. 
So focus on vulnerabilities of the top 20 vendors should only address about 20%. So that brings me, that brings me to two takeaways I want to share with you. Take takeaway one is the critical vulnerabilities do not necessarily present the most risk. So the higher the criticality is, doesn't say anything. If you leverage threat intelligence, you are able to better prioritize what demands your most urgent attention. And organizations who do not have threat intelligence data should consider implementing this to get the bigger picture. Takeaway number two, you know, about 85 to 95% of all the vulnerabilities that are being disclosed, they have a patch available, typically within 24 hours after disclosure. So, and since most of the vulnerabilities are being vendor patched, in fact, most vulnerabilities are patched within 24 hours after disclosure. So the challenge still remains that organizations do not have full visibility or awareness uh, when a vulnerability is disclosed. It's called the time to awareness. Another big challenge is the time to remediation. The time from having this information, correlating that with your environment and initiating the process to get the software updated to a secure version. But the interesting thing is, is the 99% of all exploit, exploit known disclosed vulnerabilities. Um, so there's no really re a reason to wait, right? Especially when hackers are getting faster, more organized every day. It only takes them about one to seven days to start exploiting these known vulnerabilities. And you could have known about it. So don't stop, patch immediately. All right, well, I think uh, we're almost at the end for you know a sneak peek on the report. Uh, you can uh, get your hands on the full report and delve deeper in these statistics, insights, and you can download it from our website, flexair.com slash SVM. And if you're interested to start working with this world-class software vulnerability research data yourselves, please contact me for a product demo or trial. Thanks for tuning in to Flexera's monthly vulnerability insights. Stay safe, stay informed, and until next time, this is Jeroen Braak signing off. Goodbye.